I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog with special guest Rachel Bess. Roy, so this is a special occasion for two reasons. Uh, the first is that it is our 13th episode of Advice Hot Dog. That is not true. And the, the second is that it's the first time we've had a guest. It is the first time we, we've had a guest. We, uh, our guest is Rachel Bess. Would you like to uh, say hello, Rachel? Hello, Rachel. That's Rachel. She's our guest. She brings the she brings the classic vaudeville comedy. <laughs> she does that we're so that we're missing. We 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 often have our listeners say, you know, you guys give us really good advice, but we want some bad advice. Could you have a woman on to give me some bad advice? Oh, you really think that's what what uh, people want? Custom- yeah, I was going to say customers. Yeah, our customers, our customers have have, have expressed a, have I don't expressed think a desire. I, I think our customers want. Um, a more rounded uh, that's source, probably source true. of advice. Rachel knows all kinds not, of shit. That we, yeah, Rachel, Ray, quick, list some things that you know that we don't. Yeah, uh, colors. Okay. I can count. Um, you, you probably do you know, do a, know a bunch of colors that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And maybe really? I can you, count higher than you do. you have too. a secret color that you're not telling us about? Yes, but it's a secret. Is it, one of those, is it one of those Lovecraft colors that will drive you insane if you see it? Yes. Um, maybe we should uh, say a little bit about what, what you do, or why, why don't you tell us what, what you do? I paint, and I look at chickens. You look at them. And then I also raise them. And I tell other people how to raise them. And quail. And so they can look at them. I see. And quail, and okay. tilapia, and, and tilapia. plants. Now, um, when you look at chickens straight in the eye, uh, isn't that like a, a fighting type of stance? Don't they attack? Yes, every time. Every time. So you shouldn't look uh, a chicken in the eyes. Is that what you're saying? Rachel gave me my chickens, and then she came over to see how they were doing, and one of them was like, yeah, fuck you, I'm going to peck you in the tooth. That's true, actually, yeah. I bent down, and I was smiling at his chicken. Oh, it's so cool. It looks so great. And then it fucking jumped up and bit me in the face. Really? In the tooth, the actual tooth. Like, it was trying to French kiss me, but it did it wrong. I just grimace. Chickens don't They can activate that gene that gives chickens teeth. Can they activate a gene that makes their tongues bigger? I'd be interested in that. Wow. Yes. We had an argument about genetically modified uh, crops the other day in my oh kitchen. Oh, Lord. It was a very heated argument. Sure. It wasn't uh, a really heated argument. It what was I, one where I was right well, it was and Zach kitchen. was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that basically then I describes was right some more. every argument that I've ever had with anyone. So you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. Our, mm-hmm. our, our, our listeners, you have to get up pretty early in the morning <laughs> for them not to realize that I'm wrong about everything. All That's the time. true. Yeah. Um, I, I want to know this about chickens. Is it true that they can shoot poison from their eyes? No, that's actually not true. Oh. Wow. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> you, uh, all of your questions are about chicken eyes. <laughs> Basically. I, I've been waiting months for this. Did, uh, did, our, did our buddy Josh ever show you that trick where he says, hey, guys, do you want to see a chicken heart? And then he brings out just one of his balls, no. barely visible through, a, through a, his cupped hands, <laughs> squeezes it to make it look like a beating chicken heart. Wow. That's, yeah. that's kind of amazing. Is it true, Rachel, that chicken hearts are actually male uh, human testicles? <laughs> that's someone squeezing to make them look like they're beating. Yeah, is that, is, that, like, is that how chicken's blood circulates, is by somebody squeezing a nut? Yeah, you know, last time I butchered one, I think I remember that happening. Like, Some dude my just husband screamed. just said, hey, wait a second, before you do that, check this out. He put his out. nut on the, on the cutting board. Uh, that's... <laughs> Why is it hairy? Uh, is a normal heart supposed to be that way? Yeah, chickens, you'd think it'd have feathers, if yeah. anything, right? Yeah, chickens, shave your hearts. This heart smells funny. <laughs> Hasn't been washed. 
Um, yeah, so you're you're an amazing artist. Uh, you you make work that you do as a job, right? That yes, that is my job yeah. is to make work that Roy finds amazing. I I'm not the only one. Lots of people find it very the people, amazing. The people who pay top dollar they do for your arts. They also think it's good. I mean, maybe they don't think it's amazing. Maybe they're like, eh, this will look the couch. this will look good next to the kind of shit Cheech Marin buys. Mostly they just want to be more like Cheech Marin, and they think that Bess is a Mexican name. I was going to say, it would be Bessita, or... (laughs) Sure. You could be an undercover Mexican, like Roy. I'd like to think that I am, actually. Nobody knows that Roy's Mexican. Yeah, everyone looks at me, and the first question I get is, you don't look Mexican. And I say, you don't look racist. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Do you feel superior to them after you say that? I do, and then I punch them in the face. So uh, I, we're uh, we're at the office tonight. We're at the place where we normally record video games, hot dog, because that place has three microphones. And one thing that and it I sounds uh, different. One thing that I often uh, don't realize or don't remember is that this office is in a real shitty neighborhood. And a good way to remind yourself how shitty the neighborhood you live in is to go to Seven Eleven at like nine <laughs> o'clock at night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What did you experience? Were, boy, there were man, Roy, there were a bunch of minorities in there, and you know they were just purchasing things, uh, just going about their business. But you know it was shady. Are you sure that they weren't just regular white people that just look like they're minorities? They could have been. There was a woman uh, who was real shaky uh, and covered with bruises, and there's probably a real sad Sounds story. Sounds like a white person. Real sad story. That, no, she was white. Yeah, because if she had been dark-skinned, I wouldn't have been able to tell where the bruises were. Uh, but she was uh, trading in a lottery ticket uh, and buying a bag of, you know those disgusting Mexican candy things? And I know that doesn't narrow it down much. Tamarindo. Those, no, it doesn't have any tamarind in it. It is those... Chili. It is those Some dates, kind of shrimp. Those dates no, that like are completely plum, encased in salt. Yeah, saladitos. Yeah, they're not, they're not dates. They're apricots. Okay. Whatever they are, they're so drowned no, in they're salt. No, they're plums. They're plums. Sorry. That's okay, what they're, I said. They're so drowned oh, you in said salt. I'm an undercover Mexican. They're so yeah. drowned in salt that you can't even put them in your mouth without just... That was the sound of my face twisting up in agony from the salt. Anyway, she she turned in a lottery ticket that won $30, bought a thing of saladitos with shaky fingers, and, said, and, then, Keep the and then walked out. And then, hot on her heels, was this like gutter punk looking girl who should probably be like teaching a class and looking like you just stole a bunch of shit. Because I don't know if she stole a bunch of shit, but she sure looked like it. She was uh-huh. shady. I believe gutter punks now like to be referred to as anarchists. Oh, yeah? So. Right. Uh, my girlfriend. I got lectured that. on that, actually. That's a true story. My girlfriend had some other name that she called them, and I don't remember what it was. And I huh. keep wanting to say Grundle, but I think that's the, that's the East Coast name for the taint. <laughs> I see. Um, I, I have a thing about bad neighborhoods, because yeah. our neighborhood is kind of on the edge, and... Um, yesterday afternoon or early evening so that it wasn't hot because we live in a hot place um i had to chop down all of the branches from this big tree that we have uh, next to a wall from six feet down so that the guy who generally uh buys drugs in our neighborhood and then hides behind that tree until (laughs) his ride comes by can't hide there anymore and when I was uh, doing this, I had to rake around the the bush or the. It's one of those bushes that you know looks like a tree. It's a tree bush, type of thing. That's the situation. Um, as I was raking around it, I found all of these uh, used syringes. Nice. Cool. And a pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> huh. So do you think that he was injecting drugs straight into his chicken heart? You know, I don't know if it was him. Uh, the syringes didn't have a name on them, nor a description of who used them. Or like a picture. If found, <laughs> return to this guy. Yeah. 
I, 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 you know, I collected them, took them to the the exchange. I got brand new ones. I think I would have probably put a bunch of bear traps under the tree if really? it had been me. Because just just do you have rid of the, a bear trap? No, but I would have bought a bunch. A bunch. Yeah, no, like a bunch. How big are bear traps? Aren't they big enough for a bear? They're as big as a table. Well, it depends on how many bears. They're as big as a table? That wouldn't fit behind the, the tree. Are we in talking the wall. like a little table? Like like for a little girl to have a tea party yeah, with a little Lego table? Like, on the cartoons, they're like three feet, right? I mean. Yeah. But that's yeah, but, as big as a table yeah. sometimes. I think I've seen them and they're like. Oh, wait. The size your of your like knowledge a shark of bear mouth? traps is based on cartoons? Isn't everyone? <laughs> have you not had? I guess as that's a, true. As a as an urban gardener, you haven't had to deal with a lot of bear problems, I guess. Uh, no, but we do have whores because I also live in a. You have whore problems. Mediocre neighborhood, and I'd like to use a bear trap on some of them. On my way over here, I was getting into my car, and I saw that old whore Lois, who is our our neighborhood whore. Oh, she she sounds nice. Um, Wait, does she? So you know where she lives? She's not literally a whore, or is she literally a whore? She is literally a whore. She lives in a house that halfway burned uh, several years ago, and they never got electricity back on. And so in the summer, they run a generator. Um, like a gas now this generator. Makes my house sound like it's really in shitville, but it's just this one house and it's just it's this only shitville approximately the same kind of neighborhood that Roy lives in which is not to say that it's not shitville but uh. uh well there's a circle k on the end of the street and that's the neighborhood draw everyone likes to go to convenience mart yeah uh, including that old whore Lois who um she was checking her makeup in in the rear view or not the rear view the side mirrors of our truck. Mm, I see. Oh, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. I just have something in my eye. I'm not looking into your truck. Mm. Oh, I see. See, one thing about being a, a drugged up whore is that um, you don't lie well. Mm-hmm. So oh, you, you think, think she, she was, was looking into your truck? Okay. Yeah. Oh, is okay. there anything in there that she was going to take? Like, um, did you have like a quail egg? There was a fire hatchery? extinguisher in that truck. Mm-hmm. She could probably a ballpoint sell pen. That for some dick. I don't know. I'm assuming that she craves dick. That's the, that's her drug of so choice. So the, the way that it works is like she sells things and pays yeah. for yeah, she, sex. She steals things and hawks them to buy dick. Someone should inform her that there's a much easier way of going about that. Uh, so I, I think then maybe you should put the bear trap in your truck. Underneath the truck. She doesn't get into the truck. Oh. I don't want to be yeah, a victim that, of the bear trap. Only, that is a horrible idea you'd be hoist by your own petard i think a petard is french for a bear trap i see Not sure i don't i don't know french trap garou i think that's a wolf trap i mean it's probably not trap is probably not the french word for trap is trapeze a french word it was like a wolf swing yeah it is i think you're right about that rachel what's the best way to install a wolf swing in the backyard of your your urban house um, so I, I'm saying bear traps. Around Wait, you're not going to let her answer? Oh, what is the best way? It wasn't way? a serious question. Oh, but I, I think Rachel has a serious answer for us. Uh, plant a tree, wait 10 years, tie said wolf swing to the tree. And you need some kind of sign so that the wolves know. All right, this is for you, buddy. Yeah. I, I built you the swing. Put a roadrunner on it. All right. Well, now, that's a coyote, it, I guess. There's a tacit agreement that by letting you, letting you play on this swing in my yard, you have to bite any drugged out whores or drug dealers uh, that, that right. run through this neighborhood um i do have a question about uh what did you say lois the the old whore that old whore lois and, and her name whore. is not actually lois as okay. far as we know we just um that is my great grandfather's had a whore 
and that is oh yeah, his own whore. So my great grandmother always referred to that old whore Lois. I see. I because so I thought maybe Lois just had a some friendly kinda... family memory. Got it. Wait, like he would literally had like a whore that he went to regularly well, that his wife knew about, or just well, some his loose wife woman. Kind of um, was no longer in the picture because that a whole old whore Lois. Oh, up took and him stole away. her man. Oh, I see. Oh. So it was like she was not literally a whore. She was just a guy that she was just a guy. Well, <laughs> she we, was a man. <laughs> uh, you know, back in the day, you couldn't say you couldn't just say, "Oh, I'm divorcing you because I turns out I'm gay." Like you can now. You can get away with that shit now. But right. back then, you had to dress, make up some kind of horse. Story. You had to dress your buddy Lou, Louis, <laughs> up like a, up like a, a Louisa. Gal. Yeah, no, well, Lo, Lois. I Lo. think would be the, that was that. Well, and, uh, Rachel didn't tell us that her grandfather was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so it was actually Louisa. Louisa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Fair enough. <laughs> um, what What's new, guys? What have you done this week besides uh, trimming your tree? I tried to trim a tree. I, I, I got my chainsaw lubed up today to cut down some trees. How do you lube a chainsaw? My, with like a stick of butter or something? Yes. Yes. You, you, you saw You down, turn it on. You saw it. down a butter tree. Um, yeah. Go about your business. No, uh, you you get a bottle of chainsaw oil. Mm. You know, it says oil for chainsaws. Mm-hmm. Came with the chainsaw. Is oh. your chainsaw one of those horrible battery powered ones? It's that... not battery, but it's pl- you plug it in. It's a it's yeah. a sissy ass electric chainsaw. Yeah. I don't. That's tr- not going to cut down shit. Well, it sure it will. It'll cut down it. So the reason that That's I bought good for it for the environment. The reason that I bought it, it uses is because, coal power. Uh, you're apparently uh, maybe you know the story here. In in Phoenix, there are a lot of eucalyptus trees that are just constantly breaking and falling on shit and destroying everything. And they've they've theoretically made it illegal to plant eucalyptus trees here now or something. Do really? You, do you know anything about that? That's illegal? news to me, but I do yeah. know that they fall on shit. Yeah. They mm-hmm. grow like crazy when there is a little bit of water, and then when they dry out, they fall over and kill babies. And they stuff. break. Um, so anyway, the, the, at one time, there was this giant eucalyptus limb from the apartment complex behind the office in the yard of the office, and I was like, you know what this means? I have an actual reason to buy a chainsaw. Oh, right. I'm yeah. doing it. But I remember So you had dad, an actual reason to buy a chainsaw, and then you bought a plug-in one? Well, here's the deal. Uh... I never listened to my dad when he tried to teach me how to do anything. Um, and so when he was explaining how to use the chainsaw, how to use a chainsaw, I mean, I'm sure that I inherited some chainsaws. I'm sure that there are some chainsaws in my mom's garage that I could probably, if I'd be like, hey, mom, can I have the chainsaw? She would say no. And then I would just take it without her knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now remember, she knows. Yeah. I remember the explanation of, of how the chainsaw works as being real confusing. Because uh, there's like, well, first you take some gasoline and then you mix it with some motor oil. But be careful. It's got to be 10W30 motor oil. Otherwise it explodes. Zoned out and I don't know what the fuck. So it's like, well, I'm getting an electric chainsaw because there's no way I'm not going to blow my ass up. So since then, you've just been scared of getting a regular gas-powered chainsaw. Well, I also bought an electric lawnmower. Uh-huh. Um, so in the zombie apocalypse, I hope we still have power. Oh yeah, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, that's I've, true. What are you I've gonna been, do? You know, I have an axe. Yeah. Uh, I've really been wanting to get a sword lately. You bought me a you bought me that machete for Christmas. That's that's, that's powered true. by good old fashioned elbow grease. Yes, it and is. And you don't have to mix it with gasoline or anything. Do you have a machete, Rachel? Uh, we have some big knives. Okay. Um, I don't know. If, axe. I, I think we probably have a machete somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about a sword? Do you yes. have a good sword? You we have, have a sword? swords. Like oh, yeah, a, that's like right. Like a katana or like a replica of Excalibur? No, some kind of World War II. Ooh, like a uh, saber. Saber. Like a gas mask with a sword in the nose. <laughs> yeah, those two. Mm-hmm. We have kind of a, a 
big collection of sharp things and explodey things. Do you have what, any dead uh, dead reptiles that could be used as swords? I have dead reptiles that have sharp tails um, or dead reptiles that are kept in jars of fluid that you could shatter the glass and you Ooh, know, and that'd be pretty sharp. And yeah, Is the fluid with... flammable? Yes. Yes, oh, man. Alcohol. You could yeah. make like, yeah. a, like a Molotov. Molotov lizard. Yeah, what would that... No, there's no good... Like a Molotov cockatrice. Oh, that, yeah, that's a lizard thing. Mm-hmm. I learned about uh, I learned about a cockatrice. Uh, it's a thing like if a uh, chicken lays an egg with no yolk in it. Isn't that kind of like a dragon yeah, thing? Yeah, it was believed that that would hatch into a cockatrice. Like, that it, that it but was how would they egg. know yeah, if I don't you know, have to man. break the egg in order to know? Well, they did. They were like, "Whew, we missed that. We missed that. Lucky us, right? Not getting a cockatrice." I don't know, man. I read about. I was reading about eggs. Those are actually called fart eggs. Fart eggs, huh? So fart. That's the technical term. Wind eggs or fart eggs are smaller eggs that have uh, no yolk in them. That yes. Wow. And what causes that? Do you know? I don't know. Bad day. I mean, farts. Eating beans. Do you feed the chickens some beans? Not on purpose. Okay. But if they get into the compost pile, maybe there's some beans in there. So okay. If they what if they ate uncooked beans? Okay. Can you feed a chicken uncooked beans and then three days later, when the chicken poops out the beans, they're fully cooked? No. And they taste like chicken. Ch- chickens are are not um, crockpots. That's like a slow. A no, it's like more like a slow pressure cooker. You're, you're really sounding like a you. city city folk right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I was wondering why that. Didn't taste very good. Um, yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> okay, um, so I, I think this is a good moment for us to clear the air. Your contention is that Zach's chicken did not eat a nail, and you never said that it did. That is correct. I'm pretty sure you told me it ate a nail. I did not say it ate a nail. Because what do you, you had... think it ate? Well, a staple? You think broken glass. Yes, Zach likes to throw around um, light bulbs. There's a bunch of shiny mirrored porch lights i don't know if it was a rock or if they just got uh... okay in in two separate occasions this is this is awesome this is a this is an awesome feature of my house uh the whole house is it's it's stucco but it's coated in this like brick facade and on two separate occasions a brick has broken loose from the facade and fallen off of the house and in both occasions it was directly above a, a floodlight light. wow yeah that's kind of amazing it is i th- i thought you were going to tell us that you had some kind of like uh ejection button that if you pressed a button all of the light bulbs yeah, flew out yeah that's like little explosives put into the light so, cuz when i need to shroud my house in darkness you know for shady dealings yes yes yeah, he See, Roy and I, we just have people that do that for us, but your house is like... I thought you were going to say, Roy and I, we just have like a switch inside the house that we can flip to turn the lights off, because that seems like, on (laughs) on reflection, a much better idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, You told me a nail. You were pretty drunk. Oh, well... You meant to say broken glass. I might have said nail when I meant, yeah, shard of shiny glass. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Sorry, Penelope. Yeah. Um... I felt pretty guilty. I didn't want to tell you about it. I was like, oh, God, she's going to think I'm a terrible chicken dad. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and do you feel that father. way? Do you, do you feel that he's a bad cock father? I chicken feel father? like... I guess they're not cocks. They're chickens. It's okay for you to express disapproval. It's what, it's what the listeners want. Well, how many chickens have you eaten between then and now? Oh, like... Store just, chickens. Sto- oh, I don't know. So... 
Those are like orphans. They're not. Well, they're these not are, his they live very short, very unhappy lives. I mean, I, you know, I, I was really doing him a favor. So the, the chicken that, that you killed um, had a better life that was a little bit longer oh, than seven oh, weeks. Sure. So I see. Oh. I see. You were trying to make a good point, not a bad. Yeah. Point. Okay. I was All right. Trying to see, you know, well, I, accidents I would, happen. I would sure. prefer that people not, you know, murder their livestock with f- flying light bulbs. But I mean, I tried to clean them all up. They're a lot better at finding shit on the ground than I am. That's it's what kind they of do. Like they're, they're, yeah, that's that's their want. evolutionary wheelhouse, you know. I I would not say that you killed that chicken. I would just say that you allowed it to die. I allowed it to die by my negligence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, because we're clearly so good at doing things, we should do some stuff like help some people with these questions uh, that, that that they've sent us via via the Twitter and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, Roy and Rachel, let's have a cocktail. Let's. So this week's cocktail was born of uh, necessity because we're at the office and I fucked around and didn't bring the stuff for Black Russians. Because um, I'm, you know, I'm just as negligent with this podcast as I am with my livestock. We're, we're having a kind of a red Russian, right? We Can we call it that? Sort of. It's got vodka in it. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, so Rachel wanted a Shirley Temple, uh, but it's a Shirley Temple with vodka in it, which there are a variety of names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Kevin found this recipe for us. and uh, The Slutty Shirley? Yeah, the Slutty Shirley. He suggests Sans that cherry. the cherry is omitted on purpose. Yeah. Uh, right. Not, pre- not that we don't have cherries. It's uh, just that this is, this sure. is how it's supposed to be. I prefer to think of it as untitled Shirley Temple Rape Project. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good name for a cocktail. That was a green light, I've heard. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's actually a, a special feature before the Green Lantern. Wow. Yeah. Short so that's going to really freak a lot of people out. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, good. We'll see what our boys overseas are up to. You know, because it's like a newsreel. Mm-hmm. But then it's turned right, out. Right, because Shirley Temple was from the newsreel times. Shirley, Shirley Temple Rape Project. Is she still alive? I, I think she is. I think she's still alive. Really? Yeah. I know she lives mm-hmm. around here somewhere. She does? I think she lives in Scottsdale or Uh-oh. PV. Oh. Are you, are you I think she lives her up with, with Sarah Palin. Really? Together? They I didn't live think together. They, they were friends. Yes, they're best friends. Huh. That's weird. I know Shirley Temple was a uh, an ambassador to some country. Well, somewhere. Sarah Palin definitely isn't. No, she was the ambassador to Russia. I thought. She yeah, in that movie, I saw a documentary about that. Um, I I don't know anything about Sarah Palin. I know oh. she's real dumb and is probably going to be president. And Hooray! It's going to be everyone. one of those. It's it, you know, it's another reason for me to briefly consider going on record as saying that I will move to Canada if something happens. That's and then not there's true. There's no fucking way I'm moving to Canada. No one ever does that. Yeah, Canada's bullshit. Did you move to Canada when someone was elected that you didn't like? I I didn't. But in retrospect, maybe if I didn't have two or three friends in this state, that might not have been such a bad idea. Would you have actually this cold done that it, I have think? right now? See, uh-huh. you know, I. Uh, they don't have those in Canada. They don't have them in Canada because as soon as you start to get sick, people show up at your door and they say, "Let me fix you." Also, I will pay you to fix you. Wow. They would give me five dollars to make sure that I didn't get sick. That's hmm. what Canada is about. What kind of uh, health benefits do uh, old whores get in Canada? Why? Do they have to pay for sex, or do people pay them for sex? I, uh, people sh- sure give them lots of health care so maybe like the more VDs you get the more health care you get oh wow see that's just that you end yeah, up with like a, a welfare a situation scam, right yeah. where like people just like foster like parents. I could just keep having VDs and they'll keep paying me to cure them I'm I'm on to something here huh it's like a fun way to earn Tidy money profit. because people love getting the gonorrhea they do yeah. uh, you know that's why they call it the clap because people are excited yeah to get it um 
<clears throat> the when I went to Canada, um, I was in a hotel, mm-hmm. and it was okay. They had a washing machine that didn't work, um, so that's my impression of Canada. It's a hotel oh. that's kind of okay with a washing machine that doesn't work, and when you buy Smarties, there's something different. And the door was never locked. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't even give you a key. They were just like, "Oh yeah, your room is 14." I'm like, "Where's my key?" And they're like, "What? You silly American. That's not the way this works. It's it's the room filled with homeless people." Here's your caribou meat. Uh, every every uh, business in uh, Canada was an adult bookstore. Really? Yeah, or an arcade, or like a pachinko uh, parlor. Are those socialized too? I might be confusing this. I with don't know. Tokyo maybe could be. When I say the thing about the pachinko well, parlors. Well, were there people? Pooping on other people because that's like that's what happens. That's in Japan or Germany. Not they don't do that in Canada. Oh, they don't stand for that. A eh? where what's where up? do they poop? What's up, racist? Why do why does the why do people pooping on each other have to be from Germany or Japan? Yeah, people can or poop Florida, on each other everywhere, but they don't. Hmm. I don't Look know. that up on the internet. Porn Google. Tell me what countries. It's According to the internet, everyone is pooping on everyone else all the time. Only the people in Japan and Germany and possibly Florida. See, in Japan, I feel like they're more like uh, vaginally inserting like an octopus and then filming it as it emerges. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that one true. too. Or a butt full of eels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this cocktail's pretty good. It, you know, it's, oh, yeah, it tastes it's, like a sweet, fruity, girly thing. It reminds me of a Jolly Rancher, sort of. They taste fantastic. If you guys would just get over looking like sissies at the bar... You would order these there because they're wonderful. Now, I, I did used to order these for my wife. I think she was my girlfriend at the time. And we used to go to the sort of dive bar. And um, the bartender used to always laugh at me. Was it like a test? Did she say, No, hmm, she really this liked guy them. Will, if he'll order, well, why didn't she order them for herself, though? Is what it, because I'm a gentleman of, and I would order for her. Well, Oh. Or sexist, however you want to think <laughs> yeah, of it. I mean, you know, she'd probably ju- if she tried order. to do it herself, she'd probably just fuck it up. Drink four more of these. Yeah. Never mind these pills. Yeah, and then we got married. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep dosing her with whatever you were dosing her with then, in the in a fruity drink. Mm-hmm. Also, your wife was eleven years old. <laughs> They um, wouldn't let her into the bar. Come on, let's be real. Okay, she had to be at least like 15. So he or ordered them for him so he could sneak them out the back door. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Into the youth center. Give me uh, give me four uh, Shirley Temples with vodka in them to pour into this bladder that I have concealed underneath my trench coat. Mm-mm. It's a camelback. <laughs> You're just wearing a camelback that you fill up with Shirley Temples. Warm Shirley Temple. You could be the environmentalist that brings their own cup and just bring the big gulp exactly. right into the bar. Yeah. I don't go to bars where they let people like that in. That seems kind of gross. I bet that you do. I probably do. You don't see people drinking wine out of like pint jars? You know, that's a thing. Boy, I would do that. Um, yeah, I would do that too. Hey, speaking of drinking stuff out of stuff, Panda Persona asked if we got any bourbon recommendations. Roy doesn't like bourbon. I don't. Do I you like, like tequila? Bourbon? Yeah, I like tequila too. So I used to drink. Uh, I used to drink nothing but uh, Jack Daniels, which is not bourbon, but Tennessee whiskey. Uh, there's a, there's some sort of legal distinction there, uh, but you know what I you know what I like now is that uh, that Maker's Mark. Mm-hmm. I like a Maker's Mark. If you really want the uh, wax seal, if you want something slight, no, I just like the way it tastes. I mean, the wax seal is a nice benefit, right? It's like, ooh, look at me, I got some sophisticated shit going on. It's like, is it actually wax? It's, it's like, like a, plastic. It's some kind of plastic. I, you know, oh, like a so glue gun. We had we had occasion to uh, at my work have to uh, wax seal with a signet ring a bunch of uh, documents 
for for a project and we had to do like a, you know two or three hundred of them right and uh riff riff came up with a solution that looked real good and was authentic but took a really really long time so we looked into different ways of wax sealing things and it uh, turns out they make glue stick sealing wax mm-hmm. but it's not really wax it's the glue stick some kind of plastic, plastic. i actually have some of that yeah you do it works nice. out you know it looks it's a little a... seal that has my initials on it oh yeah R- custom B. made does it have the little hat it's so from when i was like, a kid when i was a kid i'm thinking rb you i only got uh, mensa approved presents and um wow wax sealing ah. is apparently mensa approved so so i could seal my fun time tests Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. You only, Are you serious? This is... I am not tell making us about, this up. Tell us about this. Uh, well, um, well, one thing that I got that was not Mensa approved was a doorknob. Uh, I could figure that one out, um, but I had to install it. I think I was like seven. Um, Why but, did your door not have a doorknob? Well, this one was a special was one because it had a little lock. I see. Yeah. So you were being told that now you can lock your door. You're old lock. enough to yes. install and lock your door. Uh, I got a lot of little rotating Scrabble things. So you could play Scrabble by yourself in the car because I'm also an only child. So um, these are all Mensa approved solo. L- lonely child L- lonely ch- uh, I got, toys. I mean, I got some fun stuff too. I mean, like I think your parents letting you put a lock on your easel. door was showing their approval of some Mensa approved solo activities, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, I was seven. Yes. That yeah, sounds yeah, about yeah, the right yeah. age, right? I have mm-hmm. no idea. You're more advanced. You know, I, I never spoke to a girl until I was like 25. So you have no idea I what have, they do I until I have no then. idea what happens with a seven-year-old girl. I wasn't, I wasn't allowed around them. We were in different wards. <laughs> huh. So. Go ahead. Well, there, there was just a plethora of Mensa-approved paraphernalia. And um, today, as a citizen scientist, I appreciate it. Hmm. At the time, you know, not the most popular girl. Because you wanted a My Little Pony or something, and Mensa doesn't make My Little Ponies. Uh, so here's an, here's an impression that I have, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I have always thought of Mensa as kind of an organization for jack-offs. I think that is a correct assumption. <laughs> um, whenever you read magazines like Mental Floss and you see the, the ad for Mensa in there, it's always a bunch of tools. Um, I had a neighbor that joined Mensa just so she could meet dudes. And uh-huh. I went over to her Mensa meeting one night because there was free pizza. And there was not one person in that room that... Um, that whose genetic material you wanted? That's a great way of phrasing it. Yes. Huh. Huh. How old do you have to be to join Mensa? I don't know. I'm not in Mensa. Yes, but if you're getting Mensa approved... I think uh, you probably just have to pass the IQ test that says you're, you know, 140 or above or whatever their cutoff is. And, and then you're in Mensa. Sign away. Huh. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not going to make that. I, it just seems like one of those, like, ah, it's like, pay $40 for this yeah. merit badge it's that the, says you're kind of an asshole. Like who's, the who's who? who. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about that either. It's like you didn't Facebook. get get letters to who's who. Like, I did. I just assumed that it was pay, a scam pay to be in this book. It I just assumed that it was a scam, and so I ignored it. That's the thing. Mensa Mensa is getting people who are just smart enough to qualify for Mensa, but not quite smart enough to know that they should never um, join. And then you, they like to rub it in your face that they're a Mensa. Yeah. Members well, I of, of course that I <laughs> they rub their genetic material in your face, and then That's they rude. say, "Of course I'm right because I'm in Mensa." Wow. And then you want to kick him in the jimmy. <laughs> um, 
so were your parents in Mensa that they were choosing these toys for you? or No, they no, just they knew just that they decided. had one shot as an only child. They wanted to uh, maybe keep me out okay. of trouble and keep and, my test scores And it high. also made you never want to join Mensa because you got a doorknob at the age of seven. Well, and even at that age, you can tell what kind of jack-offs are joining Mensa. That's true. If you have kids, you're you're a lady, so you might. Like, you could... It is physically possible. Like a baby could come out mm-hmm. of you. Are you like thinking a, of having In a way that babies? I don't exactly Not understand, so much. but but I, I'm told that that's how it happens. What would you uh, What would you give your kids to play with? A gas, can of gas and a lit match? No, I mean, I, I do. I love safety. Um, mm-hmm. So safety goggles. Safety one. goggles would be the first thing that Wait, they would get. Wait, do you really love Some safety? kind of would pylon. You, oh, yes. Would you get like all of that shit, like, f- like outlet covers and crazy plastic no, 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 locks not, for not, the cabinets and no, stuff? No, not that and kind of safety. Would you Would you put uh, padding down in your entire backyard? No, no. Um, but they <laughs> like would wrestling just get, mats? No, just safety mattresses. Goggles. Just old filthy mattresses. Safety goggles, and if they had braces and had their teeth straightened, then some kind of mouth guard, because you don't want to pay for that and then have right. them just knock all their teeth out. Right. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding adventure. Some kind of helmet that uh, they wear at all times. All times. You just from wanna, birth. You're just trying to protect your kids from sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> <laughs> by ensuring that no one will ever sleep with them. <clears throat> So yeah, that's my bourbon recommendation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> sounds good. Bullet, <laughs> drink Bullet. It's pretty good. Uh, I bought a bottle of Bullet uh, bourbon, and it was apparently autographed by some guy whose name is on the bottle. And I was like, a Bullet, I imagine. Cool, Fra- Frank like Bullet, the Silver Bullet, Steve McQueen. Yes, w- William Coors. Huh. Uh, no, it's, it's B U L L E I T. I think it's a guy's Boulet. name. But yeah, Boulet. Boulet. Uh, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good bourbon. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like a super enthusiast. I'm, well, and I'm an enthusiast. Do you, do you I'm not do a stuff connoisseur. with bourbon, or is it? I just, just drink it. You just drink it. Coke. I just drink Coke it. is the thing that people drink yeah, with but bourbon, that is right? Nasty. I boy, do I not like. I like. Uh, I like whiskey and I like Coke, but whiskey and Coke just gross. Do you like rum and Coke? No, I do not. Do you like Coke? Yes. Well, you just said that you did. I just said that I like Coke. Yeah. Do you like listening, Rachel? <laughs> No, I, I'm no, more of a talker, you know, not so much of a listener. They didn't really. T- they didn't buy you any listening toys. <laughs> I guess Mensa doesn't approve of opening yourself up to new ideas. Well, they no. Just, in order to join know. Mensa, you have to just talk and you just proselytize. Just, hey, you should join Mensa. I'm in it. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> they do have pizza at their meetings. Oh, sure. So mm. that is. And you can just go if you're by. not a member. Well, Where are if these your meetings? neighbor is, you're a potential you just member. walk in. Not your neighbor, that old whore Lois. No, 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 no. This was my old neighbor. Laura, maybe maybe it was the a young wood, young Laura. Maybe what happened to her Laura. house was they were having a wood-fired pizza Mensa party, and they uh, they thought, well, you know, the most efficient way to have a wood-fired pizza is just to set half the house on fire, filled with pizza, so that way we can feed more people at our Mensa meeting. Hmm. Mostly they they folded pamphlets to try and recruit other Mensa members. See, they, that's getting churchy. That sounds like a pyramid scheme. I think it might be a little bit of... Because they know they the more dues. people there are, then the more pizza there will be. Oh. And I am perfectly willing to support that because that means that I can go over there and get more free pizza. Hmm. You can now, keep saying, I'm on the cusp, guys. I'm almost ready to join. Was it regular pizza or was it better pizza? No, it was like Domino's. Oh, that's awful. I'm not It impressed. was free. Well, oh, wasn't sure. Somebody had to pay for it was free to me somebody had to pay for it and as we've established Domino's, Domino's got some problems 
they're like they they're uh yeah they what kind donate, of meat were they they serving donate on half these? of their profits to rape i don't even know man is that true? how do you even do that I, it's like they just you just write a check to rape you know it was like back in the day when your parents would write a check to cash mm-hmm. like yeah so if you want to go to the bank and get some money yeah they have oh, those just, commercials that check su- into rape i just support it yeah check into rape payday rapes uh do, do you think we uh joke joke about this a little bit too much no do you think we have a problem no what do you think rachel i think maybe um yeah, like you think people, one rape joke is yeah, one, one rape joke. Too uh, many. There should be like no, one is plenty. I mean, you know, you don't want to limit yourself to nothing, but so like one of, per episode, maybe. Yeah, because some people don't think that rape is like super funny, but I mean, there's the people that do. So you want to please everybody, I guess. No, I, I kind of want to. I I sort of want to offend everybody. Oh well, then okay, yes, yeah. please more more. Let's just do an like hour this one and a half guy, of rape. This one guy who was offended that I suggested that in order to get good with the Mormon Church and and be married. Uh, in the temple, you have to murder a Jew as your initiation ritual. This, this right, person was right, kind right, of upset. Right. You know, I don't think they were really upset. Because they said, how do I get you to stop making fun of Mormons, and where do I find a Jew to murder? I thought he said, uh, how, do, how do you get uh, people to... St- or how, how do we stop making fun of his favorite religion? Now, are you assuming that he is Mormon and... Mormonism. Wait, I mean, he doesn't say his favorite religion. He, he doesn't? says his religion. I just don't read. Yeah, do you proper. think a Mormon is necessarily? Do, do you think that could there be a Mormon who's just like really into the idea of Buddhism? So he is a Mormon, but his favorite religion is Buddhism. I think so. I mean, I'm Catholic, but my favorite religion is Judaism. Cool. I mean, I'm 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 not really religious well, at all, and my switch? favorite religion is Judaism. I don't want to. I mean, if you, like, what I'd is have your to get favorite? new clothes and stuff. I don't know. He doesn't not, like arguing. Yeah, that too. Or get a hat. No, no, I'm not going to do it. But I really like the idea of like all of the ritual that exists in Judaism. Because As opposed if to I were, Catholicism, which has none. Yeah, yeah there's almost we, no ritual. That's it's weird. Uh, we don't have any dietary laws, right? Yeah, sure, you so, do. Why I mean, don't you just eat fish on? Do you have to eat fish on Fridays? You don't have to. But you can't you're, eat you're meat on Fridays, to. right? You're not supposed yeah. to. What do you mean you don't that's have dietary laws? That's you, not that rough. Look, come on. Well, you can do it. Why don't you just become a vegetarian, a Catholic vegetarian? There, there's some rules. Catholic vegan. Catholic vegan. No, if we're going to take this, take it all the way. It's funny. You get mad at vegans. I think veganism is ridiculous. As a person who raises chickens and... Mm. Like the people that are vegan because they don't want to buy from factory farms, you know that's that's great, good, kudos to you. But there are so many people that have chickens in their backyard, um, or like you could have chicken in chickens in your backyard. That why don't you just go and get some chickens and have your own eggs from your backyard from happy chickens, and then you've instead of just eliminated eliminating sad chickens, you're adding happy chickens. So it's like hmm. a bonus. You know, I think that <clears throat> there are people who. They have good motivations for becoming vegan, but they don't want to start applying rationality to it to the extent that they will make exceptions for things like they want or do work. They they want no. It's not. I don't. I don't. I don't think that this is coming from a bad place. I, I'm actually. I'm actually going to defend these people. I'm going to be uncharacteristically. You're sincere. You're going to defend here. a vegan. I'm going to. This I'm, could be a new segment. I'm going to defend the, the, the what I think is a potential like mechanism by which th- what you're describing would happen. Right. So if I said, okay, I'm, I don't want to eat, I don't want to eat factory farmed animals, you know, so, all right, one way for me to stick to the set of principles that I believe in is, all right, I'm going to be vegan. And so being vegan means following a, a bunch of rules 
and not allowing any exceptions to those rules no matter what. And that's what I'm going to do. And so then somebody says, well, what about this? It's a totally reasonable way for you to get around this thing, you know, you're, because the, your, your actual motivation for doing this is still served, even though you're breaking this rule in, in this particular case. Like, no, I, I'm going to follow these rules. Because Fundamentalist vegans. It, but it's not about fundamentalists. It's about one way to stick to something is to establish rules and then uncompromisingly follow those rules. For for no but but defying your original logic that created the rules, so no. That's <clears throat> but the rules. Exi- what I'm saying is the rules can exist independent of the original logic, and the, you know. It's well, just by a not thing. making a, an exception, you don't have to test the different varieties or variations on it. You don't start making excuses. Right. Is what I'm saying. If mm. you don't if you don't make exceptions, you don't make any other exceptions. Right. It's much easier to say no exceptions than it is to say exceptions only when they make sense, because that instead of just being a thing that you can do without having to think about it, mm-hmm. w- w- and and I don't mean so without having to think about it in like a bad way or an insulting way. I mean just all right. So this is a thing that I've decided to do, and this is a way that I have just a sort of like a convenient mental shorthand for. All right, can I do this? Let's see. Let me check the rules. No, I can't. Not going to do that. All right, and and it's. If, if you are not the kind of person that wants to consider every single thing that you do to see whether it fits into your ethos or not, if you just want to establish some guidelines that are maybe a little bit too restrictive so that you can not have to make a whole bunch of decisions every day about what you eat, you've just decided once, you just follow I'm the a rules. vegan, and then you just follow the rules, and it's like, you know what? They're not hurting anything by not eating those eggs, even though they wouldn't be hurting anything by eating those eggs. Here's what they're hurting. Potlucks. Anytime that vegans, like, you know, your friend is going to have a party and then you want to invite that person, oh, wait, they're vegan. Break out the bell peppers and the... No, fuck that. But what if they're allergic to bell peppers? (laughs) Exactly. If you have have crazy dietary restrictions and you expect other people to capitulate to those restrictions, then you're an asshole and you shouldn't get invited to potlucks anyway. So, like, that's the thing. My roommate's girlfriend is vegan. I never knew she was vegan because it doesn't matter if she's vegan. Hey, you want to come to our barbecue? Sure. And then I don't think, oh, wait, she's vegan. I can't serve hot dogs. Because fucking hey, yes, I can serve hot dogs. She just doesn't eat them. Yeah, she, she doesn't eat them. She can, like, if she, wants, she, brings some, stuff if she wants some crazy vegan shit, she, she just can bring brings some mushrooms on her own. Mm. And, and that's fine. She doesn't. She you know, doesn't make a big deal out of it. And whatever. You know? I, it's just, I don't like people who proselytize anything. Right? So I'm certainly not going to defend, like, a militant vegan. But, like, I can understand why you would just, I can understand why you would set up this sort of cognitive shorthand that lets you address this concern that you have from far enough away that you don't actually have to fight the battle on the ground anymore. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I. Mm. You think a lot about the things that you eat. Yes. Right? On a case-by-case basis. And not everybody wants to do that. You know, it's like a lot of work. But it's you, even you... more work if someone is handing you something and then you refuse it because... Um, of Wait. whatever your rules are and then have to go in the kitchen and start making up you know banana paste banana paste is good let's move on I've never had a banana paste you can make ice cream this is good you freeze bananas and um, then thaw them out enough that you can peel them and like mash them up in the food processor and it makes banana ice cream no other ingredients that's delicious and vegans can eat that why wouldn't and you peel them before you froze them 
Uh, that seems like... Well, I just always have bananas in my freezer. Oh. For, like, smoothies or whatever, so I don't want to keep them... Do you just them. put them in there fresh before they turn black? No, don't you when they're... Them before they, why don't you peel them before you freeze them? Like, okay. that just seems like a giant pain in the ass. Is there a reason? Does well, the peel protect them? Well, if there's a bunch of them in there. I mean, if I have like 50 bananas in a chest freezer, I don't want to have to like store them in Ziploc bags or something. Why not? Well, that's a lot of work. 50 bananas? <laughs> more work than, more than thawing three. bananas out just enough so that you can peel them, but that they're still fresh. Because that seems like a nightmare. But no, they have to be thawed out like anyway. Glass. No, you just put them in a okay. pint glass well, you do, for so like you do 30 that, seconds. You do that experiment where you dip a banana in liquid nitrogen and then you just shatter it. <laughs> well, that's going to make your smoothie, I guess, quicker. Uh, but then you're eating the peel. But it's got a lot of. That's where that all the. That's where all the nutrients are. You, you can also, also need put to make peanut sure. butter on it, and that's good too. You also need to make sure that <laughs> so uh, the chickens don't eat any of the shattered banana. No, that's fine if they do, because then three days later, you get a nice banana chili. <laughs> uh, Bestbit writes, "I kind of need a haircut. I'm fine once at the place, but going to get one makes me uneasy. Should I shave my head instead?" I am going to go out on a limb and say that no one at this table has gotten a professional haircut in the last five years. That's not true. I oh, went yeah? to the Supercuts. Did you? Yeah, just two weeks ago. I am astonished really? that you do not cut your own hair. <laughs> because that's what it looks like. Corinne, why doesn't your wife cut your you hair? You know, I, yeah. I want Scott her to why cut is my hair. Does she, does she know how to, like, can she go to the bathroom on her own? Like, What? I cut Wes's hair and my hair. Oh, it sounds like you should be cutting my hair then. I'll do it. Uh, I I tried to get uh, Corinne to do it once, and she did, and it looked fine. And but then she refused to do it uh, again. I have never walked out of a barber shop not looking like an asshole. <laughs> really? So I just decided to stop instead of figuring out how to go to the barber shop. I just yeah, uh, that's why you, you know, have really long like, hair. My barber was super great. Like he was a nice guy. He was like friends with my dad, and his wife worked with my dad's wife, my mom, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know they would go like they you know they would hang out and stuff. And it was like you know he wasn't a bad barber. Right. It's just that was I, he chatty? No. Okay. No, not at all. It was a great. It was a great place. It was a great barber shop. But getting a haircut makes me look like an asshole. Is huh. what I'm saying. It's like it's not that they did anything wrong. It's just that I'm not good at having haircuts. My preference for uh, haircuts. Now I, I didn't just say that I went to the supercuts, but my preference is always to go to a barber shop owned With by Russians. Yeah, owned by somebody foreign who isn't going to talk to me while they cut my hair. So somebody who doesn't speak the same language as you. No, no, ideal, they do right? speak. They do speak English, but they're just not chatty. I don't really want to explain anything while I'm getting my hair cut because I also kind of see it as a, a sexual thing. So I don't want to. I want to concentrate on the good part. You want to concentrate on touching yourself under that shroud. Exactly, and I also don't have my glasses on, so I can't uh, pick up on any visual cues. Of mm -hmm. they ask me a question. And I wasn't paying winking? attention, so I can't tell. Yeah, or if they're trying to make a move on me. Um, I, I want to know why this person wants, why they think that shaving their head is the other option. <laughs> the option. Like, if you don't want a haircut, the obvious thing to me would be don't cut it ever. Get Have long hair, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, sure. I, I mean, mean, but I you have, have to hair. take care of the split ends, don't you? You don't really. Isn't that what girls they do? Say, okay, so here, if you just stop washing your hair, you stop getting split ends. Oh. I have no idea if that's, that's true. When you have a dread or something? No. 
yucky white white person dreads. Yeah. Do I have yucky white person dreads? No. Because I have not washed my hair in like a year. Do you use baking soda true? or anything? I, well, I haven't used shampoo in a year or okay. soap or anything. No, I remember this conversation. It was I mean, last I, year when we were swimming, so it has yeah. been a year. No, it has been a oh. year. Like it has been over. You a just year wash it with water. Time. Yeah, I just you know, and I run my fingers through it, like so that it doesn't get all mm-hmm. tangled up. I mean, I think that's if I just didn't touch it for a year, then I would probably have gross white person dreads. But uh, yeah, no, my hair is greasy and disgusting, and that you know, it's actually, I'm it looks of the like uh, you know, it's probably suave, clean, or whatever. Yeah. It's probably part of your. I know mask. it looks like a commercial. In fact, part of your when they, you know how like when you uh, if you see a, a photograph of a glass of milk, it's always Elmer's glue. If you see a photograph of somebody who's supposed that. to be uh, who's supposed to be advertising a great shampoo, they find somebody who hasn't washed their hair in six months because that's the only way to make your hair look really good. Hmm. Really good. <laughs> yeah. I think I was I was gonna say really good. some other word, and so the, but inflection, good the inflection was all weird. Mm. I kind of like it when that happens. What what word would you have said? Have cool, really, really good. good, really good. I do that all the time. I'm always saying the wrong thing, mm-hmm. like rape, like rape all the time. No, that's usually me. What I was th- saying about dominoes is that they there's they're like anti-abortion. Uh, they they fund some group that bombs abortion clinics or something like that. Is this why like as I a, that was focused as on the, the kind of person who travels and you know wow. like should probably vote voted for Ralph Nader. You shouldn't buy pizza from Domino's. I, I they, don't buy they pizza don't have from really Domino's good, because but it's, it's like free crap. at the Mensa yeah, meeting. It's also fucking gross. No, that's the thing. You can't be that smart if you're buying pizza from Domino's. Oh, I'm so smart. I think we should kill abortion doctors. Coupon. Groupon. Well, Groupons now, but oh, back in the day, coupon. it was coupons. Oh, right. Okay. Two yeah, for no, one. Doesn't matter. There's members. no deal good enough. No deal good enough. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not backing up Domino's. The, in fact, Domino's is the one place I got so angry at that um, when I was on the phone with them trying to order some pizza, the bitch on the phone started getting up in my face over through the telephone about. I don't even remember. I just I get so worked up even just thinking about, the about it. About the coupon or the deal? No, or something? just for, I was having to order this pizza one night, and this this chick was so fucking rude. I wanted to go down there and just I can't even. But you speak. were having this it delivered, ago, so you I'm couldn't punch so her in angry. the face. So I called the other one that, and they told me that they couldn't because they're out of my delivery range. And I said, "This bitch on the phone at the other Domino's." And, uh, wow, you you really no, you're turning red. I'm. It yes. gets me uh, flustered. So so how how did this this end? Um, did you get a pizza with me never ordering from Domino's? That oh. that was the end of Domino's. Did you get a pizza and it had pubes in it? No, I never even this this bitch would not even take my order. I don't remember even why. Like I've blocked all of that out. It was so frustrating. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm sure that like, you didn't just call like a nursing home. And you were so Stop high calling us. that you thought you were trying to order a pizza. <laughs> or Domino's funeral home. Well, I guess it could have been that. It could have been that. Um. Hmm. Okay. Did you have a theory, Roy? No. All right, I, I, I was going to go with the high thing. <laughs> you know, you, you seem like you probably are high almost all the time. I, that, that's not true at all. I don't. No. I, I can't even know. I've never even seen you drunk. That is not true at all. I've seen you drunk a bunch of times. But you have never <laughs> seen me high. I guarantee that. That's true. Why? Why are you so bad at being a hippie? You've got you've got the farm. You grow your own weeds. You grow potatoes and you mix them with spices and stuff. Like I grow a my own weeds. 
Well, I think the weeds just grow on their own, yeah, and she pulls them out. Yeah, but she fertilizes the other stuff, and you're fertile. You can't not give weeds food when you're feeding plants. You can feed them to the chickens. Okay, mm. it's chicken food. Everything is useful. Yeah. <clears throat> weeds. What happens if you give your chickens dope? Do they get super high? I think so. I do have they, never done that, so I. Do they lay like egg salad sandwiches? Yeah. Do they produce a, eggs like that, that would eggs get you high? That you could sell on the medical marijuana market hmm. these are devil eggs oh sweet uh, mark writes into facebook is it a sin to fart in church and how often should a normal healthy person fart i'm saying like several hundred times a day yeah that's what you do yeah i mean if my I'm i don't think healthy. it's a sin to fart in church in the children's book the gas we pass mm-hmm. uh, it tells you that the average person farts i think it's about two cups by volume, which is what cups measure. Two cups of fart. Um, you mean if you accidentally like shart? N- no. Or if you're making I mean, like some kind of fart cake. like if you're into a balloon. Like foot sweat. I remember the average person sweats two cups out of their feet every day. Well, maybe every I'm day. Yeah. Oh no wonder my socks are terrible. Two cups. That's that's horrible. That's maybe probably only for guys. Dude, I don't know. Maybe it's only for people okay. who wear shoes. So so two fart cups a day. Yeah. Um, that's that's my guess on how much people fart. That could be any number of farts, though, According right? to a children's book. Yeah, no, that I mean, that children's book is very reliable. If I mean, you I go get by some good volume everyone online, poops. But both sound volume and, you know, cubic, cubic centimeters volume. I, I, I bet that I've had a single fart that was two cups. Really? All in one? Oh, yeah. Uh. Hmm. I don't know. Like, how many balloons will two cups of farts inflate? It's like two water balloons. Huh. Okay. What about like a full size, like a party balloon shaped like a clown's head? Like a punch balloon or whatever those. Things oh, one of the punch? yeah, one of those things mm-hmm. with the sandbags in the bottom. Is that where you're at? Yeah. Yeah, I filled one of those with one fart. <laughs> Your punch balloon size? Yeah. Huh. Well, and then well, the kids punch it, and then I sneak in there and cut it open with a knife, and the next kid to punch is like, ah. Or you go to a, a whippets party and you say, hey, hey, everybody, try this balloon. And I give them a clown, a clown punch balloon full of my farts. And they just take it anyway. And they're like, oh, man, I'm so high because every whippet that I did made me a little bit stupider. And now I have no idea what the fuck is going on ever. Yesterday we watched uh, that movie, Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Have you guys seen that? No, I've never seen that. Well, there's a scene in it where Tracy Lords, um, who's getting up there in years, farts into a bubble like she you know those kids bubble wand things mm-hmm. she uses that and farts into it and then lights it on fire and i thought that is really clever yeah that's kind like of it's amazing like a little fireball a floating it's like a way fireball. to light your farts america's got talent your ass pubes all right yeah protect that stuff so if this person was going to fart in church i would recommend getting a bubble wand mm-hmm Oh man, and then they and well, then they're see, like they light it when it's out in the middle of the pews, and they say it's a miracle. Ah, you know, uh, I okay, conjure, I, I, I need conjure. to settle this now. It's a while bubble. it is not a sin to uh, fart in church, it is a sin to blow bubbles. Oh, but you didn't know that. Is it a sin to fake a Your miracle in church and pretend that you're speaking to God? No, actually, that happens pretty often. Yeah, that's just part of being a church. <laughs> It's like, oh, look at me. I brought in this bush and set it on fire. I mean, it burst into flames on its own. Yeah, that is the normal miracle that people try to, to fake. Yeah. <laughs> they, also, I snuck in this bottle of water in a paper bag. Oh, it's a miracle, everybody. You know, because 
There's a wino that stumbled into church and <laughs> I see. You get, yeah. okay. I thought you were going to say, no, it's holy water. No, yeah, no, no. It's a miracle. It's no the, no yeah, one can tell. The mish, the fishes, yeah. fishes and loaves. Yes. I, you know, I, man, you wouldn't believe how much water I walked across to get here today because there was a puddle in the church parking lot. What other miracles would you fake if not the burning bush, Roy, is the point that I'm trying to make? None oh, of the others uh, make any sense. Right. The, I the mean, blood thing. The what? Yeah, uh, blood and wine and transfiguration all that jazz. of jazz, uh, mm-hmm. wine and blood into wine, <laughs> blood into wine. Yeah, that that when that happened, mm-hmm. like when the you know in a Catholic church when the priest fills a fills a, a a decanter with his own blood and then makes everybody drink it so that it will transubstantiate into wine. Yes, I might be I might have read that wrong. No, it's probably right. I don't know. I'm Catholic. I don't know about these things. <clears throat> Russet says. I want to know more about secret sex parties. What do you know about them? I've never... I've, all of the sex parties that I've ever been to have been pretty overt. Hmm. Yeah, There's they're like, so secret that I, I've never been able to get into one. You go you, in the neighbor... You know, you see those signs that are usually on like a, maybe a canary a yellow... burned down house. A canary yellow sheet of paper that says yard sale with an arrow. Uh, you'll find those... Um, there's a particular font that they can oh, write yard sale in that means it's secret a sex se- party. But they're like daytime parties. Who yeah. wants to go to a secret sex party in the day? Well, you start in the day. Are these like oh. those things that teenagers are doing these days and getting all of the... Yeah, where they have the where they each put on a different color of lipstick and then they take all of the pills from their grandfather's medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. And they do a rainbow cabinet. Yeah. Is that what it's called? And, um, I don't yeah, know. And they, 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 wear bracelets, uh, they wear bracelets uh, to indicate the colors of things they've had up their asses. Hmm. What about things that come out of their asses? I guess it's just a brown they bracelet. They just all have a brown bracelet. And they I, say, what would Lance Armstrong do? <laughs> what, do you know about secret sex parties? Um, well, I've been invited to some. Wait, mm-hmm. really? So it's not a secret. And did you go? No. Oh man, okay. I guess okay. girls I girls probably know. get invited to that kind of thing all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you probably don't even have to pay, a, a, pay girl, a cover. No, girls pay no covers at the sex party. Yeah, girls um, get get in for free. Yeah, in college, this wasn't actually a a sex party so much as it was a friend's roommates inviting me to the sex clubs you know what is that one you know there's all those different clubs around the valley where the boys have to pay 25 bucks or whatever and the girls pay nothing i have no idea you what you're talking about yeah, swingers, the swing, clubs. swingers clubs I, so i've heard not, of those i don't know if that's like see a, i thought that's where you would go to listen to big bad voodoo daddy and yeah, well, dance that's, hmm. that yeah. is a mistake that is probably made more than once um, somebody shows up in a fedora and they're like let's swing yeah, look at yeah. me look at my wallet chain yeah yeah, I'm but, I'm red underneath this, I don't know, beard. <laughs> Do they have beards? I don't think they have beards. They, they have very very carefully uh, penciled in clothes. mustaches. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what they're long right feathers in their hats. Skinny tie, a pimp? Yeah, maybe some <laughs> some kind of pimp party. So, but that's not really a sex party. That is creepy people inviting me to have sex with them in a public location. So you can huh. see why some people like myself might turn that down. Mm. Um, so you're saying you didn't go? I, I didn't go. Oh. No. They're going to be disappointed when they listen to this episode. Yeah, and they because they, they thought you were still did. waiting. They thought you were there. You, you oh, said, yeah, there. you said that carefully constructed mannequin. Um, like, sure, I'll be right over. <laughs> Wearing one of your shirts. And you just throw a mannequin in through one of their windows. I would like, like to like peek whoa, in the windows. Rachel of those showed places. up, and she's a superhero. 
Uh, Sue writes, when is it not okay to take a nap? I often fall asleep and feel guilty. <laughs> um, I think it's okay to take a nap unless you're like, if you have a job where you're supposed to look at something and if you don't look at it right, people get hurt. <laughs> Um, can you give us an example? Then you of shouldn't this? follow. Well, let's like, say you're like at what? a plane, a pilot, or the guys that make the pilots. Yeah, like I don't think there's a job where someone has to look at pilots. What are you talking about? <laughs> On the radar. Well, there is. There's pilot Air training school. Control. Um, right. That you have to make sure a driver. traffic controller. Okay, so there's the guy who has to make sure that all airline pilots are like old, rich, white guys. Mm-hmm. And can land in a river. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh right, um, so that's that's one where you don't nap. Sure, yeah, yeah. Don't nap if you're if you're trying to, you know. I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather did, not like all of the screaming passengers on the bus he was driving. <laughs> that's so. Don't die if you're driving a bus full of screaming people. I'm assuming that it was like a short bus, and that's why everybody was screaming. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see those, man? That's a zoo in there. The short buses or the movie? We had that neighbor who used to ride the short bus. He was not uh, developmentally disabled, but because of where he lived, he had to ride the short bus to school for a while. Which is like an inbred region? No, it was... I, I like it was what? just weird like the only bus service that they had it was like him and like three or four other guys well they get and, better mileage and he said that uh, he said that the, the biggest problem on the short bus was the kids on the short bus like constantly having sex <laughs> and the chaperones having to stop them from having sex and that it was awful huh. he didn't even want to joke about it because it was so like awful so this was like some kind of secret sex party short yeah, bus yeah it was like a secret party bus it's the bang. It was the bang bus. I see those That's in cocktails sometimes. The only bang bus. The only service. <laughs> the only service that they had in his neighborhood. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to ride this one, guys. Uh, <clears throat> do, wait, uh, Rachel. Do you have anything to add about the bang bus? <laughs> I've I've never been on one. Okay. Yeah, they pay you like two hundred dollars. Um. Hot for Teacher says, what's the best way to approach a guy friend with your concerns on their alcohol abuse? Why don't you keep it to yourself, you nosy asshole? That's just what I say. I'd say send him a note and a bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. On a yeah. deserted island. Don't drink this. I mean, it's hard to approach someone. You're fucking lush. If you can read this, you must have drunk the poisoned wine. <laughs> Bad for you. Um, I, I think it's kind of hard to uh, approach that subject, especially when you see people socially now is when you go and to a party and have drinks or go out yeah. to the bar. And the other thing is, are you a fucking doctor? Because I don't think you're a fucking doctor. So maybe, I don't know. maybe teacher you don't know whether he that. drinks too much or not. I'm sure that there are a bunch of people who look at us and they say, well, you guys have real drinking problems. And we say, fuck you. Mm, you've never had anyone tell me. Well, my mother did once once tell me maybe maybe I had a drinking problem. Yeah, but you problem. don't have a drinking problem. It's, it's only a problem if you don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I have a drinking problem and I'm angry at the idea that somebody that would someone's say that gonna somebody tell you? Has, a, has a drinking problem. But I don't think so. I dr- See, here's the thing. I drink quite a bit, and I think that I don't... The, the amount that I drink, which is, you know, two or three drinks a day, let's say, mm-hmm. I don't think that if I told a doctor... In fact, in the past when I have told a doctor, when they say, how much do you drink? And I say two or three drinks a day. Never bat an eyelash. Like, I just don't think it's a big deal. I right. think what a lot of people would when consider drinking a When do you think it is a, a big deal? I don't know. If you drink a half a bottle of whiskey as an eye opener in the morning, I, you know. So, so is it like time of day? I don't know. 
pre-noon mm. drinking? <clears throat> I feel like I feel I like it know. is definitely an amount thing, and I feel like there are a lot of people who would say, "Ah, oh, two drinks a day, huh? You're an alcoholic," and it's like, well, nah, no. Well, people no, people who are alcoholics may may think of it that way. I don't I don't know. So I, maybe maybe this hot for teacher is really Roy asking me, how do we tell Zach <laughs> that he has an alcohol abuse problem? Mm-hmm. You're very intuitive. Well, what do you think? Go ahead, guys. Cuz, you know, I'm all your, ears. <laughs> your your wife is a teacher. Yes, and so. and I am hot for her. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the, You've got this it is not me. Bad. So bad. Um <clears throat> Yeah, uh, don't, you know, like... Your your advice is say don't? I mean, we don't know how many drinks this this person has. So let's say he has has. 30 drinks a day. 30 drinks. 30. So here's the deal. (laughs) Like... Yes, tell us. To what extent is it your responsibility to stop your friends from making self-destructive decisions? Like, Roy, I remember when you were dating a girl that was real bad for you, and it was very important to me that I let you know that you shouldn't be dating this girl. This is awful. This is going to end in tragedy. And that almost destroyed our friendship because me doing that, even though I had the best of intentions, made mm-hmm. me a huge prick. Mm-hmm. It just made me an asshole that you didn't like and didn't want to spend time with because you were making a mistake. But, like, you don't want to, uh, you know, it's not your friend's job to tell you. Like, maybe you say it once. Say, sure. man, I really think you're drinking too much. And then shut the fuck up. Don't, like, you know, don't stage an intervention. Just don't be a dick. Well, and you can't really do it after they're, you know, a few in. You've got to do it before the first one. Otherwise, uh, they don't remember. They're not going to remember. Said anything. So, Maybe it's better to do it when they don't remember, so they won't remember what an asshole you are. Here's what you do. You steal their keys, and then they wonder why every time they get drunk, they can't find their fucking keys. So that way they don't kill other people um, or themselves in the car. But they're also really annoyed that, you know, they will, they will they'll, they'll realize on the their own, they're like, oh, wow. So you're just conditioning them. Yes. Every time I get drunk, I lose my keys. Maybe I should stop. Or, I mean, you can I add other know. things to that. Like, I must have shaved half of my head in my drunken stupor. That um, does happen sometimes. Well. Remember when we shaved, like, half of Dave's beard? <laughs> was it Dave's beard or was it, was it Chris's? Oh, it was Chris. When it was Dave, oh, remember when Dave was, shaved half of Chris's beard? Yes. Maybe I do drink too much. I'm getting all my stories mixed up. Um, yeah. I, I think if you approach anyone about something like this, uh, it has to be in the light of day, very clear. And I, I agree with you that it is difficult to approach a subject like this without really offending someone or putting them on their guard. Also, if you're not a doctor. I don't know. Um, I have common sense. I don't think all doctors I like to think would... of myself as a doctor. <clears throat> everybody has common sense, and everybody has a different amount of common sense. Is what yeah, I'm well, saying. 30 drinks a day is nobody's common You're right. sense. 30, but 30 drinks a day is uh, what, what we in the medical field call a self-correcting <laughs> disease, right? Like, <clears throat> you know, the other thing is, I cannot imagine a person who's like, if only somebody had told me that 30 drinks a day was too many and was bad for me, I never, I would have stopped at 29. Like, chances are. Well, t- to be honest, it doesn't say on the side of a pint glass, consume only 29, <laughs> 29 of these per day. So, th- you know, my, my, my advice about this is going to be fucking terrible, right? Because I don't believe in helping people. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so knowing yeah. that, what what, yeah. what is your advice? Do nothing. Still do nothing. Uh, do nothing. Shut up, you busybody. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Okay. I don't honestly know how a rational person would feel about this. We'll, we'll just move on and uh, hope that Hopper teacher uh, finds a solution. <clears throat> Rhiannon writes, uh, Rhiannon actually wrote in a couple questions for Rachel. She was uh, one of the only people who did so ahead of time. She was listening. I think we have another one that's for Rachel specifically. Oh, but it came in fairly, yeah. fairly recently. She says, I find that often the vagaries of day-to-day life make my creative energy nil. How do you balance the responsibilities of modern life in these United States without losing your artistic focus? Do you have any specific advice for those of us who are weekend warriors of the arts and really only have time to pursue the arts we enjoy on the weekend? Quit your job. Yeah. That is my... Because then you have motivation and time. Hmm. You may not How have much a reserve home to live do you, in. do you need then Six to months. do this? Six months. One year. So... You were in a bad One economy, year? so we'll Ten say years. A year. at least two decades. Okay, um, of no, money. You should have reserved. some reserve, but two hundred monies. Um, <clears throat> so six months worth. I, you know, it depends on on how progressive your weekend warrioring has mm-hmm. gotten you so far. I mean, are you still like figuring out um, the color wheel, or are you a little further along than that? But you know, nothing, nothing like quitting your job to put a fire under your ass yeah but uh, wait by Rhiannon's question is it clear that she wants to be doing her artistic endeavors as her job or she just wants a better balance oh well I mean if your day job takes away your desire to make art you know at seven o'clock at night then I actually have a friend who who um who had the same issue come up so his solution was because he's always so tired when he gets home from his soul-sucking day job Mm -hmm. he was too tired to paint so what he started to do instead was to get up at 2 30 a.m and and paint paint before before work work. and that lasted for about a month before Mm -hmm. he got really sick and said this he can't do that yeah you you know that really doesn't work with my what what did the work look like was it good yeah oh I guess well, he should do that until he drops dead, and then there'll be a good body of work that uh, someone else can sell. I never had a job that made me tired, and so I don't, like, I mean, so, A, I haven't had a day job since I was in my, like, mid-twenties and was still just chock full of uh, chock full of youthful vigor, but mm-hmm. uh, I always found that if I had a creative project that I cared about, I could not wait to get home from work and start working on it, like, being, being prevented from doing it all day and just thinking about what I was going to do as soon as I got home it just made me well, just that... r- race at it as soon as as soon as I was done working you know but if if my jobs had actually like you know if I had had a job where I had to do anything that was actually cognitively taxing or or physically laborious right might have been different so I don't know so maybe Rhiannon should have included what her vagaries of day-to-day life are uh, uh well i i know her and the kinds oh. of jobs that she has had in the past are like do i know her i don't think so Mm-mm. um she has had like marketing jobs which i don't know what that means exactly but she would like drive around and have meetings with people as like a liaison between her company that was doing some stuff and their company that was doing some stuff driving and and meetings like having it having to 
like and she also had to like you know she has to like dress very professionally so i she probably has to get up two hours before she has to be and at get work ready instead of just like you know the kind of jobs that i always had where i was doing the creative work after them was like roll out of bed in the don't wash of time. your hair don't don't wash your hair roll out of bed in the amount of time that it takes you to drive to work plus like a minute so that you can remember to put on pants <laughs> in the car yeah yeah um so yeah, I, I don't know. You know, you were you were a high school teacher. I was right? a high school teacher. I taught, and that was exhausting. And I only worked, I, I worked part time, and so I was working mm, roughly nine to three, something like that. And mm-hmm. at the end of that day, you just have to go home and sleep because there is nothing more tiring than dealing with all of those teenagers. Um, and I didn't, uh, I I didn't, I could not paint on those days. Really? That I worked. No, I couldn't get it done so because I get you, out of bed after you I roughly home. paint a full day's work yeah i, uh, I paint at least 40 a, hours a week okay but that is my day job right and before then so you would only paint on the weekends well i was only working three days a week when oh I was okay teaching so high school so um yeah you would paint for the full day on your days on off the tuesday thursday or whatever it was that i had I off plus the weekends you seem to have a, a a rare, maybe not as rare as I as I think it is, but a, a remarkable ability to treat it like a job. I mean, do you? Because that is how the bills get paid. Sure, but well, my end of them. Do you? This the small percentage that I'm responsible for. I find when I'm doing the the parts of my job that I consider the seriously creative stuff, if I am not feeling it on a day there is no use you don't do it the, i can't you know there, i'm not going to produce anything that satisfies me so i feel like if i if i literally forced myself to do eight hours of like nuts and bolts work every single day i would end up throwing away most of what i produced well not because it wouldn't it just wouldn't satisfy me yeah on those on those days and, and- you can do i mean like with painting for example there's so much prep work that you have to you have to build a lot of panels sand them down do all that sort of stuff and there's actual you know just really stuff that requires no thought just right so you spend that time thinking about what you're going to be working on i mean i guess i wasn't sure like for every hour that you are actually like you know i don't know doing the things that like a guy in a movie does when he's painting a painting like, wearing a beret and yeah wearing a beret and you know stepping stepping back and drinking licking, sipping from heroin wine glass something. yeah uh, uh so hours actually applying paint to things versus hours preparing for that um probably 80 percent are painting okay and 20% preparation. Our, yeah. Prep so that's work. one day a week where if you're not feeling it, you can just clean brushes and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Well, I wouldn't clean brushes. That, you know, that's you what cleaned assistants your brushes are for. Over a year. I actually don't clean my brushes. I, I'm allergic. Here's, here's a real bitch of being an oil painter when you're allergic to turpentine and mineral spirits and solvents. Um, so I do not ever clean my brushes. Be, I keep them... Um, I have this really fancy system called clothespins and jars mm-hmm. um, where I suspend all of my brushes in linseed oil so that way they never dry out and they also don't get roughed up as much from all the cleaning and drying and you know huh. all of that. So so by allergic, do you mean that when you drink the solvents, you get sick? Yeah, if I drink them, I get really sick. Huh. But if I just smell them, then I sound like I do today. I see. 
like Dr. Girlfriend. I don't think our listeners know what you normally sound well, like. Well, so I don't normally they sound don't know like this, this listeners. So we're uh, having such a good time recording this podcast that we're running super long. I guess we're not doing a podcast next week because Roy's going to Mexico. I'm going to, to Mexico to visit my family. Uh, for Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's October, uh, November. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Mexican Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> it's celebrated on a different, a different day, day than day. it is yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, uh, let's, let's do a couple, uh, a couple questions that are clearly directed specifically at Chicken Lady Rachel. Uh, I'm not actually going to start calling you Chicken Lady Rachel. Thank you. There was an old woman uh, when I was growing up who was the Egg Lady, mm-hmm. uh, and every time we would go there, she the old Egg Lady a, whore. Yeah, old Egg Lady Lois. Uh, she would she would make me a glass of like incredibly strong Kool Aid. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, like a lot of color, five or a times lot of as sugar? much sugar. Like a packet of Kool Aid in a single glass, and then like just five times as much sugar. A as cup of Sugar. Yeah, just some water to make the sugar wet. Cup of water, yeah. No, it was crazy. Wow. But then, you know, eggs. That's where we got our eggs as I was growing up. Wait, she gave you Kool-Aid and eggs in the same, like, hey, come on over to my house, sonny. Yeah. Let's have eggs and Kool-Aid. No, when my, m- my mother would... That's a fart recipe if I've ever heard one. Oh, I... Wait, does Kool-Aid make you fart? Well, if you mix it with eggs. Do eggs make you fart? I think they could. Some when people... When they're injected with Kool-Aid, they do. Well, just if the you, combination the ones with sounds no yolks. like... Huh. Oh. You fart a cockatrice. Everyone's homework is to eat uh, fresh eggs and drink a glass of Kool-Aid at the same time. And then right? count, and and then see, count your see farts. How, no, to measure them with, with a measuring cup and see how much of the, them it fills. Um, so, uh, first, chicken question number one. Jess Marie writes, I want to keep chickens but have seven cats. What should I do? Is it even possible? Um, number one... Why are there seven cats? Yeah, step get, one, no matter what, yeah. no matter what you're asking, step one is to get rid of some of those fucking cats. Yeah. Yeah, but um, what do you do? Do you get some other animal that will eat the cats so that mongoose. you get, get Do mongooses mo- eat cats? I thought they, they only ate cobras. Rats or something, right? You have to dress your cat. You have to get they each of your cats geeses. a cobra costume and then get a mongoose. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, you sound like a crazy cat lady, and so you're probably not going to listen to our advice anyway. But I will give the advice anyway. A full-grown chicken is a fair fight for a cat, but your baby chickens, young chicks, um, are not. So you have to keep them separate until your chickens are at least about 12 weeks old. All right, so yeah, this this is sound advice in a lot of ways. Young chicks, stay away from the pussy. Wow. That's great. That was deep. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, we, we had to seal up the coop when, when my chickens were small, uh, against possible neighborhood cat threats. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've seen them get messed with by a cat. But what no. if all seven cats go, go after one chicken? Yeah, they, I don't, do cats ever work together? Like, I don't know if they do. What if they're Mensa cats? I think, well, then they definitely think that they can handle mm-hmm. it by themselves and don't need anyone oh, else. Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there um, you go. Chickens will so gang up on a cat, like like, really? legend, like in the Legend of Zelda. Like if a cat hits a chicken too many times, then like fucking fifty chickens just descend on it. It's like ah, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. That's what they say. We'll we'll take your word on that. Yeah, I don't remember that part of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't fuck with the chickens enough. Uh, classic, classic Zelda shtick. If you keep fucking with a chicken, you get attacked by a bunch of chickens from off screen. Huh. I think that's Joust. Okay. What happens? There aren't any chickens in Joust. There, there are Australians. Oh man, 
Did you, uh, uh, you ride around? I uh, remember the, there's this ostrich ranch down south of town, uh-huh. and apparently there was this catastrophe a while back where uh, some hot air ballooners flew too close to the herd of ostriches, and like they flipped their shit and like trampled through a barbed wire fence, and like half the herd died. Oh, like no, the I'm lemmings. not like I'm not making a no, joke. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not making a joke wait, with this. The like ostriches that. died. Yeah, because of the barbed wire. Yeah. Oh, that's like, sad. Yeah, it is. Like, and 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 I mean, it's like a weird thing where it's like, whose fault is that? Like, the uh, how are the hot air balloon guys supposed to know? Like, oh, hey, let's go look at that. Right. Oops. Well, you know, he, like here's some common sense. You've got a giant ball of fire that makes a lot of noise, and you're floating around in the sky like a predator. Maybe you shouldn't get really close to things like. So you're saying it's clearly their fault. Yeah, I'm saying that. I don't think that... What what idiots. If some, I don't think it's reasonable flying, to expect a person to think of that. Well, how close were... I mean, they're close enough so that they could, like, zoom in and see the ostriches. Maybe well, they're maybe not they respecting anyone's... they had a really sweet telephoto lens on their... What, what about well. the wildlife uh, documentarians that discovered that lemmings uh, all commit suicide in order to... Uh, in know, order to run their, away their from pos- Disney documentarians. Yeah, exactly. I mean... They didn't know any better, and then they they created this this myth about lemmings that isn't true. So all, look, all they wanted to do was point the balloon flamethrower at some ostriches to roast them from a distance. Totally innocent. But you just got to think of, like this is somebody's that's their private ranch. It's not like this is public land. I mean, Nobody it's owns on the, the side sky. of the freeway. If they're close enough to. Well, yeah. See, how guess... much of of the air above your house do you own? To space and beyond. I don't think that's true. So you own everything, like so. If, space, that's if, what. If above your yours. house happens to go through like the Capitol building of some alien society, that makes you President Alien. When the Could moon be. is over my know. house, that section of the moon is mine. Mm, I see. Like a little stripe across the moon. Huh. Uh, anyway, what should this mine, person? Mine what should it. this person do? What I think should... they should not get any chickens because I think they should not get any other animals at all. Yeah, you know, you might have your hands full with seven <clears> cats. <throat> Maybe um, make sure that those cats are fixed, and then... so that they don't fuck the chickens or what? No, we'll fix them good. <laughs> Declaw them. <laughs> I heard of and then somebody go post who about has it on Metafilter. rabbits and chickens, and and one of the the, the rabbit was um, making lady friends with the chicken, and the chicken didn't like it. Oh. Making wow. lady friends? Yeah, like the rabbit was a boy. Okay. Yeah, it was... It and was... then doesn't care what anything else is, because okay. that's what rabbits do. Mm-hmm. And so this rabbit had a girlfriend that was a chicken, an unwilling girlfriend, if you will. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. We're, we shouldn't get that rabbit on the podcast, and we'll make all kinds of inappropriate comments. Uh, but, hmm. but then she could get, you know, maybe when, when some cats go away by attrition, maybe think about getting three four chickens i don't know do you think cats go away by attrition in a seven cat household yeah those people that have that many cats are always willing to take in a a sad story new kitten unless they're uh you know fostering them or something i I don't think people foster cats that no that that's not true i actually met uh someone recently who has six cats at home and that's why he has them is he fosters them he finds strays gets them fixed and then fosters them for a while and then uh, gives Esser. them to shelters. Roy, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I think you're hanging out with crazy people. <laughs> this was actually um, a new mechanic that I went to to look at my truck. And as soon as I walked in and saw that there were two cats in the office, I felt at peace. And I, I knew this was a guy yeah. I could trust. This is like a cool used bookstore. I'll bet he well, has a Chilton smells manual like for my cat vehicle. Piss. It didn't smell like cat piss. 
That you just like don't know because you've got a cat, piss. and so you don't even he, recognize the smell of cat piss that's anymore. That's not true. It's like, oh, this smells like my house. That's why I'm comfortable here. Your I house does not I don't, smell like cat piss because no. you don't have any carpet or any furniture. Or or cat litter. All I don't, your, I don't let the cat is poo inside. made of sculpted barbed wire, so there's no upholstery. Right. Or ostriches. Matt writes, why are chickens so popular? Because yeah, they make you breakfast. But but first you have to take them out on a night on the town. No, yeah, you, you just, don't have to. You can't just. You don't the have to. Well, you have to feed them and not broken glass. Right. Well, that's I different than that a night on the. Buy them a few drinks. Okay, that's why because they make you breakfast. Yeah. How many other pets do you have that make you breakfast? You know they're ca- well, they're catching on. This is like the dog. My cat keeps counter. trying to serve me those those horrible testicles that that we put in the freezer of it. This is like the local news anecdote version of why chickens are so popular. Give us a real answer. Yeah, why why are they so hip? Is it the little mustaches? mustaches? Is it because they ride fixed gear bicycles? Yes, they ride fixed gear <laughs> bicycles. Jeans. Have tight pants, um, and you know, the ironic uh, wool caps. And yeah, the grunge beanies. is going to be coming back, so they'll be having the flannels. Here's okay. a tip yeah, for you, true. fellas: grunge is twenty years old. How does that make you feel? So it's about time for all uh, those flannels to come come back around. So if you want to pick up some chicks, start listing off some sub pop bands and I see like chickens. Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire, I, uh, something, right? Isn't that what you were talking about? Um, How grunge is old and you should. I wasn't paying attention. Please continue. <coughs> so uh, the chickens will be wearing flannels. Chickens are cool, though. You know, back. I have to. I was. Ex- I was uh, not expecting. I got chickens because I wanted to get my scorpions under control, and I was not expecting to uh, enjoy to love them so much. I don't love them. They're fucking creepy, and they're super alien. And like, to they're be funny. Honest, they're fun to be around. I kind of didn't care when that one died because I was like, okay, I just it does not feel like a. I mean, I didn't want the chicken Note to have died. To self, never raise chickens for Zach again. I'm saying I did not. I don't think it is possible to bond with them because birds are fucking creepy. They're super, super alien. They're and like dinosaurs. They have these yeah, crazy. Like they have these crazy dead eyes. But like, well, you're a, not supposed to look at them in the right, air. right. Cause they'll make them mad. They, but like, it's super cool having them like running around the yard. It's like, hey, I live on a little farm. Hmm. Okay. I I, have they learned to open the doors yet? <laughs> yes. It's weird. They keep coming in, stealing my whiskey. I'm like, get out of here, you hmm. chicken. And they're like, Zach, we need to talk to you, man. I'm like, leave me alone. You have a chicken problem. Mind your own business. No, I, I don't mean to say that I was not upset when the chicken died or that I did not feel remorse. You just remorse. didn't care. I, <clears throat> I felt like I had fucked up and done something irresponsible. Mm. Right. But I did not feel like I would like if my cat died, I would be a fucking wreck. Right. This chicken died. And it's like, OK, I, that sucks. I wish that the chicken hadn't died. But it wasn't like, I'm sad that my pet died, mm-hmm. right? It was like because they're not your pets. I fucked up, and this thing died, and that sucks. I feel bad about myself. I don't feel bad about this thing dying because it's like this creepy alien monster that died. Also, if you think about eating eggs, that shit is gross. It is kind of gross. Oh, just don't think about it. Just eat them. I know because they're, they're delicious. Tasty. Do you do you think of your chickens as your pets? Do you name them and stuff? Uh, some of my chickens have names. Some of them are a lot friendlier than others. You know, mine are friendly. You did a good job of making them friendly. Mm-hmm. But and there are some that I find a little bit irritating. 
Um, so you're really not going to raise me any more chickens once I kill all the ones that you raised me this time? Oh, no. You're going to have to raise your own chickens. That's step two. Uh-oh. Look, what we'll do, th- it, it, this, is, this is a plan. I will have Rachel raise me some chickens, and then I'll I thought I was slide them under the table to you. All right, you can it's hide the them under that plan. tree with the bear traps. Yeah, until you're ready to pick them up. All right. They'll be behind the tree. Shooting up with their weird little alien claws. Um, I, I have a they question about... They just step about... on your feet. If, you, if you're standing there, they'll just walk on your feet. That's weird. Like, so you yeah, can look, teach them how to dance at a wedding. Going? Look where you're going. Yeah, it's like you pretend like they're your little daughter. <laughs> you, you take them to the chicken daughter dance. I mean, the father chicken dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Rachel, does does the fact that grunge is twenty years old make you feel old? Yes, it does. It does. I didn't that means listen I've to, been to goth grunge. for almost. Oh. You know. But grunge to... isn't goth. I know, but when Kurt Cobain died, all the grunge people had to switch to goth because there was nothing else to live I for. I see. You Wait, know when, when when uh, all of my exposure to goth was like a couple years before that, like all the kids that worked at Sabaro. Oh, I see. That's I don't know what it is about goths joint, that right? work at Sabaro. Yeah, in right. like the suburbs of Chicago. Most of the goths that I knew were from the Chicago suburbs. Hmm. We're from Sparrow. Yeah, they were, they were from Sabaroville. I didn't. I didn't listen Skokie. to grunge when I was in high school. No, no, uh, you know when heads. I I did, and uh, then you introduced me to they might be giants. But um, when Kurt Cobain went into a coma in Italy, right in Rome, there was some. It was a few months before he committed suicide. I didn't know who he was. My I was in the car with all of my friends, and and one of them turned to the other one very seriously and said, "Kurt Cobain's in a coma or in the hospital or whatever whatever he was doing," and I didn't know who that was, but. Like a good nerd, I did not ask. When uh, when John F. Kennedy was shot, did you know who he was? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, weird. I didn't either. When the Challenger exploded, did you know who Jimmy Carter was? No, but I did know what the Challenger was. Okay. And exploded. I knew what that was. All right. Guys, I think we're almost done here. Uh, Yeah, you think so? Okay. Uh, we should tell people, right? Well, we should take a break and then do the stinger. Oh, right. We got, got that thing. I never know how to clue you in to the fact that I want <laughs> to stop the You should have some recording. kind of little sign. So this week's stinger comes to us from, uh, you've written JD, uh, that's but wrong. I know for a fact that it came from Kevin. Yeah, I refer um, to him as JD. That's that's my secret pet name for him. What does it stand for? Uh, it's secret. Ju- juvenile delinquent. Anyway, he writes, gas or electric? That's mm-hmm. a good question. Mm-hmm. This is... Is, is he talking about farts? I don't think so. Gas farts or electric farts? Electric farts are when you drop acid and then fart. <laughs> Hands down, gas for, for one reason. You can make s'mores on your stove. Oh, that you're thinking stove. You okay. So if you have a, a car, though, you can make s'mores on a gas-powered car by just putting, putting a graham cracker on top of the engine block. Yeah. Well, uh, but probably the marshmallow, the graham cracker. It doesn't matter. What? Do you really like s'mores that much? I really don't care how, about I, s'mores. I seriously made one on my stove last week. Really? Yes. That is awful, and I've been meaning to talk to you about the fact that you eat things that are awful, like s'mores. Too many s'mores. Well, not only we think you we, we think that you have a s'mores problem. It might be true. I have two different kinds of graham crackers in my cabinet, but then I thought, hey, let's switch it up. And I put it on uh, one of those Trader Joe's Oreos, a nice, uh, puffy, golden brown marshmallow. Right on a Trader Joe's Oreo 
fucking fantastic. What would make graham crackers different? Well, Isn't one is cinnamon. cracker. Oh, like okay. the cinnamon ones. And then and the, the other one is ones. graham cracker flavor. Y- yeah. Isn't graham cracker flavor cinnamon? No, cinnamon like the cinnamon sugar toppings on the cinnamon ones. Regular graham crackers are just plain semi-sweet crackers. Ideally, so, would be made of graham flour. When people ask you, Whoa, is that like, a real thing? Graham, yes, is that graham is actually a grain. Oh, but most I didn't of the ones this. you find from the store are made with, you know, the semolina, corn syrup, and whatever else shite they can find around. But maltodextrin. Yes. yes, a lot of maltodextrin and xanthan. I see. So graham flour is what makes a graham cracker. So when when someone asks you, do you like graham crackers? You do you ask. Do you mean brown graham crackers or uh, maltodextrin graham crackers? Well, and similarly, marshmallows were made from marshmallows, mm-hmm. but you can't get Which that anymore. A plant, also, right? And Hershey chocolate bars came from the Hershey tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the one thing about uh, stoves is that it kind of doesn't matter whether it's a gas or electric stove. I disagree. If, if yeah. I'm oh. using it, uh, the only thing that a stove does is it uh, Burns. takes things that are raw and sets them on fire. Oh, right. I've, yeah. I've witnessed. If, if you're using them the way you do. Yeah. I'm not a bad cook. I'm joking about being a bad cook, but I'm not a bad. I've been cooking mm. a lot of eggs. There's a lot of truth in jokes. Pretty good. Um, one thing that I haven't figured that I've been trying to figure out how to cook lately. Uh, the shell. Yes, I've been trying to figure out how to cook eggshells in a way that makes them taste good. And I'm not having much luck. Um, hey, here's a trick. Here's a piece of advice for listeners. Uh, if you're making scrambled eggs and you accidentally get a little bit of eggshell in the bowl of eggs, you know how it's like a son of a bitch to get that piece of shell out? Use another You just throw shell. it out. You just throw it. You dump out the whole bowl and start yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, you got so many eggs. I use when you have a chicken, you're rich you with eggs. If you use the egg, if you use the shell of the egg that's in your hand, mm-hmm. you can just reach in there and it like sticks to it like a magnet. Sure, it's fucking crazy. It I never do this trick. I never do that trick. Do you wash mm-hmm. your eggs before you crack them? Because it comes out of their ass. You know, maybe this is a maybe this is the wrong thing. I wash them. Uh, I actually uh, have uh, uh, sprayers inside the nesting boxes uh, so that they get washed on the way out of the cloaca. <laughs> Uh, That's it's pretty like a, fancy. No, I, I I get them out of the box and then I sort of run them underwater and rub the shit and stuff off of them before I put them in the thing. Well, all right then. Yeah. I guess it's not like you're. So I like wash them ahead of time. I mean, I don't use soap or anything because I figure that's gonna fuck them up, right? Most of the time, I don't even wash mine. I oh mean, yeah. If there's not, but I also don't go dunk in the shell inside anything. Sure. So. Sometimes there are literally like turds crusted to the outside of the yeah, egg. That, so you don't, yeah, you don't want to crack those into your scrambled eggs. Yeah. Unless, well, unless they're bean. If there's beans on the outside of them, then you can have mm-hmm. a traditional English breakfast. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to cook breakfast sausage, like a, like a roll of the Jimmy Dean sausage, mm-hmm. you know? And I can't cook it without burning it. Hmm. I don't know what the fuck. I do you walk away from it or something? Yeah. Okay, don't do that. Don't ever do it. Just, yeah. You just stare at it. You have to it. pretty much stand there and roll it. Like move it around the entire time. Well, every so often, yeah. I mean, I do that. I do it every so often. Maybe it's not often enough. Yeah. I can never get the gas stove to go... Like, I get that a gas stove is, like, controllable, mm-hmm. right? You can you can have it, but I can never get it low enough to be as low as I want it. I see. It goes out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a microwave. <laughs> That's your choice. I would say gas. Everybody's going to say gas. What about for cars? I'm also going to say gas. But for chainsaws, electric. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What mm. about uh, shavers? 
Uh, gas I, shavers. <laughs> I don't use an electric or a gas shaver. You'd be you like one of those lumberjacks shaver. that shaves with a chainsaw. I shave parts oh. of my face and my back. You shave. No. shave that with a machete. Yeah, of course. I gotta keep it keep it Mexican. Roy, if somebody wanted our advice, how would they ask us for it? Uh, they would call us on the phone, and there's a number that you can call. Roy two one eight Zach. Yes, exactly. And that number, what it spells out, is seven six nine two one eight nine two two five. They can also send us a uh, Twitter message at advice hot dog is our Twitter handle. You can follow us there. Sometimes we post things. Uh, they can also send us a Gmail message at advicehotdog at gmail.com or a Facebook message, which a lot of people have been using that one. I kind of like that one. Uh, they go to facebook.com slash advicehotdog. Or they can also send us a postcard, which is always super exciting to receive. Uh, advice hot dog at P.O. Box 41774 Mesa 85274. Mesa, Arizona. Mesa, Arizona. Uh, you say it's always exciting, but we've only gotten one. Well, so that, we don't know that, that it's always, always exciting. exciting. We know that it was I exciting I keep pretending once. it's the same one. I, I keep oh, mailing keep, it to us. Okay. Um, uh, what, if, what if they wanted to find Rachel yeah, exactly. on the internet? Uh, You're on the internet, right, I, Rachel? I, yeah, I you have presence. branched out. Yes, I'm on the internet. Um, www.rachelbest.com or mm-hmm. uh, that's artwork or rachelstinyfarm.blogspot.com for animal and farming related mm-hmm. things but do you have any like sites? old embarrassing goth poetry on like a live journal um no because live journal wasn't invented until long after i was out of high school so you're very lucky i, I am very lucky i, I well, the rest of the, the world is very lucky. that the, in, the internet did not really exist when i was in high school mm-hmm. oh it did you just didn't know about it but you probably yeah. have a notebook that could now be transcribed onto a live journal you have you thought it. of that I have thought that would be a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't write that much goth poetry because even then I was um, aware that busy. it was goth poetry you and you shouldn't animals. write it. Yeah, both of those things. Huh. You were too busy convincing the guys at the pet store to give you all the dead lizards. That's true. What For what? To put in jars. Oh, okay, just to preserve. No, yes. I wasn't making that up. That wasn't a joke. That was a real thing that happened. No, I believe you, Yeah. but I wanted to know why. <clears throat> Thanks for sticking with us through this extra long episode of Advice Hot Dog. Yeah, and, uh, and thank you, Rachel, for being our first guest. Thank you. We know for this is you gotta get up in the you gotta get up at the crack of dawn to fix you do. your watermelons and we stuff. really cut to into fix your sleep my time. Watermelons. I don't know what you do out there. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks.